welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. That man making the sound of Verstappen getting first in any driving condition and any position in the grid with his eyes open or closed while he's asking if they can do pit stop training when he's like 30 seconds ahead is Andrew Berger. Hello, Joe. What a race. And we're talking Spa. Yeah, dude. I've been... We're a little, we're a couple days out of spa, and all I've seen is people talking about Lando Norris breaking the trophy. I, <laughs> we can touch on that, but I'd like to, you know, talk about the other moments. That was, that was the race before, right? That wasn't spa. Oh, wait, was it the Hungarian Grand Prix? Yeah, that was the Hungarian. Right. Because he did the- his patented, like, slam down the champagne bottle. And then he like slammed it on the the step, yeah, the Verstappen stands where the trophy was, and then it fell forward. So, all right, so so you're right, I'm wrong. But I think they broke. But I think another trophy broke when they were taking like the team photo. Yeah, it did. I saw that. And they all like did a thing where they ran towards the camera. Yeah. And they knocked over that trophy too. So, Red Bull. I mean, it's it doesn't mean anything to them. They have so many wins that you yeah. break one out of what like 50 i don't know yeah they uh, i mean i think the funny thing is that even after spa there was so maybe you know it it was weird that even after spa that lando norris breaking the trophy has continued to be a meme yeah i mean it's funny and also he didn't seem quite concerned about it like i feel like the commentators were like lando's really you know shooken up about breaking the trophy because obviously there's like people that made it for like six months or something and it costs like 60 grand or whatever. Um, so they're trying to make it like, oh, he's actually really upset. Dude. Meanwhile, Lando's like, lulls. Yeah, I mean, y- that, YOLO. That's what I would be. I would be the same as Lando. I mean, 100%. You get out of a hot, sweaty car. Well, also, Lando, how old is he? Like 23, 22? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, my mental capacity at that age was and continues to be very low. Yeah, the amount of irreverence, it's like, he doesn't care. Yeah, no, I... And rightfully so. I mean, you're that young, you're that wealthy and famous and, yeah, you know, you don't visit these countries besides going to the, yeah, the like, circuit. Yeah, you go to the rate, you go to the track and then you go, you know, fly off in your private jet to you know the next location because that's your job that's that's just what he does it's nothing against any of these drivers that's that's what their life is yeah um i'm waiting you know it connecting this to my job there should be for this race there should be maybe they should have a new procedure for giving the trophies because they know you know maybe how rambunctious some some of these ceremonies can get um, they can bring back those robots from 2020. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that I forgot about that. Yeah, that's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like those robots. They have if you're like sometimes you'll see a viral video of like someone at an Arby's and they have like the robot waiter come in. Yeah, exactly it's basically that, but for Formula One. I feel like Lewis Hamilton preferred the robots over people. 
I don't. Yeah, I, I literally think <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is the most introverted person in the world, and he's trying his best to seem like he's interested in other things and people. You know what? That makes sense. He maybe he's just a quiet guy that just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Who? And I think he kind of like shows himself through his fashion and stuff. Like, like that's how he's loud. Yeah, I mean his fashion's wild. Yeah, it's it's very like European. Yeah, very like discotheque. It is. He had some like purple satin, whatever <laughs> it was. I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, he could pull it off. He could pull it off. Yeah, dude. I mean, if I was going out for a disco night and I had that hundred for sure, wearing that. Definitely. The. Well, going back to Spa, dude, Ocon had some insane passes. He yeah. Just, he just like dug his foot in and just went for it. It was even Verstappen almost lost his car. Did you see that on uh Very Rouge. quickly, yeah. Yeah. He uh did he have some oversteer like the back end kind of almost fishtailed. Exactly. That was that's a dude, that's the thing. On Formula One social media, I have like I've seen nothing regarding the other passes or even Verstappen fishtailing. I had to rewatch part of the race to just remind myself. This race, now I feel like this and the uh, Hungarian Grand Prix are kind of melding into one. This is the one that had a very good, I feel like Williams was doing very good. And then Alex Albon. Yeah. He's, he's, he, I'd be curious if he gets Lewis's seat in the next three years. Mm, How old is he? He's probably 20, he's at the same age as Charles Leclerc, so like what, 24, 25? Okay, okay. And I imagine Lewis Hamilton's probably signed another year or two contract. I mean, this is silly season if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think Logan might be out. Mm. Maybe Yuki goes to Williams and... No, no. I think there's almost a weird promise now. Uh, Yuki has a fire lit under him because of Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, all the commentators saying, yeah, you or uh, Danny Rick is the team leader now. And even Yuki's been saying nice things about him, which, you know, is very nice. But you look at Spa, Ricciardo didn't perform well at all. And Yuki, I believe, ended in the points. He ended 10th, right? I think so. I I know Ricardo, his racecraft was like on fire. Like I know Ricardo's mm-hmm. driving was next level. I think they're giving Ricardo. I think Yuki's was Yuki's was too. Like that was probably the best race of his Formula One career. Yeah, I saw that. He had an insane pass. I don't remember who yeah. it was on, but it was, it was an ins- it was like it was kind of similar to Ocon. It was just this insane pass that you could tell Yuki's concerned about his job. <laughs> It's the only performance you give when you know you're you might be fired. Yeah, Yuki Sonoda ended tenth. All right, Stroll ended in the points. He ended ninth. Stroll is not a bad driver. People... He's not a bad driver, but he has. A... I feel like he's not been doing well. Like all the no. points for Aston Martin right now are from Alonso. and Aston Martin's basically took like a bad turn in regard to their upgrades, and now. They've fallen to the midfield. Yeah. When they had so much promise. Yeah. Alonzo is not too happy about that. I do enjoy that Alonzo has been trashing on Otmar Schaffnauser 
Or, yeah, he's gone. And uh, I think it was the CEO or something of Renault Alpine. Mm-hmm. Even Alain Prost had some bad words to say about that guy. Really? About Otmar? No, of uh, of the CEO. Yeah, like the guy, like the guy, two or three people above Otmar. Sure. I mean, yeah, because yeah. Pr- Prost was like the team. He was like the Nicky Lauda of Alpine. Like he was like, or the Helmut Marco. He was like the team advisor for, yeah. you know, knowing how to speak the racing language versus mm-hmm. the business technical language. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. So he's that guy. What is yeah. going on with uh, Alpine? It's there was a great meme that was like uh, they were like uh, Alpine's garage, uh, and it just showed an empty garage, and it just showed Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly like back to back. Oh <laughs> like my it's god! It's just the two of them left. I I didn't realize there were so many internal issues at that team. I thought it was really only Ferrari that was having. The most internal. Well, I think they issues. changed their, like you said, they 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 changed upper management or the CEO or something. I, I don't know who. And then um, they asked him before if there was going to be major changes. He said no, and apparently he gave them like it's just a matter of weeks, and now like everyone's getting fired. But yeah, you're right. It, it I feel like Ferrari's such me. They're very media forward facing. Yeah. So we see a lot of their. Um, dirty laundry more. You're right. And, uh, you know, a lot of behind the curtain. Just because Ferrari is a brand, is that the most um, expensive, like the most valuable Formula One team? Yeah, because... Like brand-wise? In the economics, I saw this a couple of years ago. Obviously, you make more money when you win the championship. Either your driver or constructors. constructors, you get more money to, you know develop the car but also Ferrari and I'm pretty sure McLaren and Williams have clauses that in order to keep them in Formula One racing they need to they get paid a certain amount of money a year to based on their heritage sure I mean yeah they're the names of Formula One oh yeah you go to any legacy teams but I think Ferrari itself as a brand is the most valuable brand when it comes to Formula One so like yeah, they literally they have a whole country that follows their every move. Like there's Ferrari Press. That's it's almost like Nintendo. I feel like they're the Nintendo of Formula One. Like there's a whole ecosystem of like Nintendo news and stuff. Yeah. Um, the the issue with Ferrari that I have not as a Formula One team, just as a brand, is they're not. J- you know, their car. They're obviously their cars are extremely expensive. And, you know, only a few, only a certain group of people can afford to purchase such cars. Mm -hmm. They become more of a lifestyle brand and a... Sure. They're like Gucci. Like, yeah, like a status brand. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I get. But it's just... There was this interview with Jay Leno. I think it was about McLaren. Did you see this? No, I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't see that Jay Leno interview about McLaren? Uh, <laughs> Where, <laughs> what, a, what a very obscure thing. I'm like, how could you have not seen this? But I think it was with, about McLaren. And he goes, McLaren's the only car I won't buy. 
No, no, I thought it was keep... Ferrari. He went. He owns a McLaren. I th- I feel like it's Ferrari. He won't buy. Was it Ferrari? It, it's definitely because I know for a fact Jay Leno does not own a Ferrari. He like does you know for Jay Leno's I garage. I know he does interviews. You know, he'll do like a Doug Demuro whatever thing on about Ferraris, but he doesn't own. <laughs> one. I'm literally a hundred percent backwards because the top YouTube clip clip after googling it is jay leno is the world's greatest mclaren f1 owner (laughs) so yeah he loves mclaren what it was ferrari because it was what's the jay leno car he won't buy dude he actually has a funny story about mclaren he um he brought his mclaren f1 to like you know cars and coffee or yeah you're right you're uh you're right 100 he won't own a ferrari and it was the reasons why the, what, what i thought it was because the dealerships and the customer experience is horrible yeah because if you if you know if you and i go to want to buy a ferrari like that that new one uh the sp whatever i don't know it's a, it's a, i'm sure it's like in a million dollar car and they only made like 300 of them let's say you and I, as new customers to Ferrari, they were not allowed to buy that car. It's so stupid. We have to have bought, you know, their base models or their like other models. Like I think two or three of their base-ish models to qualify to purchase one of their special million multi-million dollar cars. Yeah, that feels like almost like a billionaire's grift. Like grifting yeah. rich people. I mean, even I can't believe Ford did it for their new GT. They said if you buy this car, you cannot sell it within the first year or three years of ownership. I mean, obviously people did it because the people that bought it were billionaires or millionaires and didn't yeah. care what authority said, which is awesome. Yeah, and they can get around if they can get around like tax law and getting extradited. Yeah. They can get around, you know, the rules that Ford or Ferrari have. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, people with that amount of money have lawyers and tax people and account. You know, they have the whole they have a whole army of people that tell them how to manage their money. Exactly. What were you saying about uh, the comedians and cars? Getting oh, coffee? yeah. So Jay Leno had the story with his McLaren F1, which is probably the coolest car ever built. Gordon Murray, who designed the car, he actually built a McLaren F1 2.0, but not associated to McLaren. Mm-hmm. He so Jay Leno was at a Cars and Coffee, and these two like buff, like motorcycle-looking dudes, like you know Hell's Angels, Harley Davidson dudes, they're like looking at the car and they were like loving the car. So Jay's like, "Yeah, let, like I'll take you for a ride, whatever." <laughs> so he's like taking them for a ride, and he's like flying down the highway, like you know, like balls to the wall, you know breaking the speed limit and they get pulled over by you know by the you know state police whatever and jay leno he said when when this happened he was like freaking out he's like i'm in the car with like two thugs like we're <laughs> gonna get arrested i'm gonna lose the car like he should just act like he's getting robbed yeah exactly but when the cop came over the two uh like motorcycle buff guys pull out their their police id because <laughs> they're <laughs> undercover cops <laughs> Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a pretty wild story. So, I mean, you know, I, I know people whose parents are 
cops or detectives and the kids have these the sticker yeah they have some identification that like if they you know if a cop pulls them over comes up to them they show this and they're like yeah the get out of jail free card thing essentially weird that's such a weird thing to exist because it's like you're kind of above the law a little bit based on an association you have with someone in your life but i feel like it it it's to a point. So a speeding ticket, all right, I get it. But if you're caught like dealing drugs or something, then it's like, all right, like you you know, you, you got to get. But something. even like a speeding ticket, I'll even say like, like a speeding ticket could financially destroy someone. Like yeah. if you have no money and yeah. then you get a speeding ticket for fifty, sixty dollars, and you're like, oh god, I'm paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So or you could just be like, hey flash this card cool beans talk to officer you know my cousin Vinny. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like scot free it's that's like i feel like so that's the the lowest end of privilege mm-hmm. so that tells me the higher up you go like when you become a congressman or a senator or like a oh. president you have bigger privileges right so if like a cop gets this card to give out then like, what does the son of a senator get? What can they do? I mean, look at look at Bo Biden or not Bo. He's like Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Yeah, dude, that guy's pulling so much stuff, and he's yeah. He's, How about the Kushners? Look at Jared Kushner with the Saudis. Yeah, dude. I mean, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's all it's all they just get away with, anyways. Trump. Yeah. I let's mean, let's get back to a more reputable uh, establishment like Formula One and the FIA. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Stateside F1 and TikTok at Stateside F1 Podcast. Feel free to message us, DM us memes, comments, questions, suggestions, etc. We will respond and follow you back. See y'all next week. Later. Later.